They be like, slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Yo, welcome to another episode of G-Splash, where we love to talk about movies, toys, comic books, sports sometimes, and how shitty award shows keep oh, getting, and they keep suitcase. on going, and you know how we do everything pop culture. It's the only podcast on the internet that is the on the move like Carmen San Sandiego. Same way, Miguel. Hey. <laughs> Bangarang. Uh, welcome to episode 65. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, with my mellow, my man's Mr. Living My Best Life, a.k.a. Chris Bucky Watts. Um, some upcoming announcements. There will be no Splash Trash Man this week. That's uh, my fault with time constraints. Episode 66 will return next week with, uh, well, we're talking Alita. But let's not waste any time and let's bust out some news. Wrong button. Ratings are still down for the Grammys, and I think all, as well as the Super Bowl, and as well as the award shows in general, I believe. Childish Gambino takes a record of the year for the first time it's been given to a rap song, which is kind of crazy to hear, but uh, Cardi B obviously won uh, album rap album of the year. Drake uh, got cut off without music, but somehow everyone else who had an acceptance speech uh, did. What is her name again? Uh, Casey Musgraves. Uh, very talented artist, very gorgeous, uh, was very humble and very excited to win her awards. She won a few, uh, but the biggest one being album of the year. Uh, Chris, I know you're a big country fan. I'm not the biggest country fan. I, I'm a big pop, pop pop culture fan. Now, I have the question to ask you, and that question is, is country music still considered a big piece of pop culture? Country music is just, it's different. It's its something that's changing and evolving. I'm going to repeat a lot of stuff, but I'm going to say it right now. Uh, it's changing. It's always evolving. It's becoming way more pop. And no matter what section you fall into, I think it's a huge part. And there's so many people that enjoy it. And I think that the artists that stand out are the ones like Chris Stapleton, who cleaned up all those awards because he was different. And he had not necessarily a different sound, but just something that was refreshing when everything else is going so pop. And then you have Casey Musgraves who's doing something similar with that kind of folk indie like style like all that coming together it's those that stand out even cardi b like there's so much stuff in that genre that starts to sound similar that she comes out with this like music that's very i don't know abrasive is the word and but yet it stands out for being different right uh yeah i would 100 percent uh i have no argument there but my question my next question or my follow-up question to you chris is uh would you say that cardi b is more of a household name than she is sure well, my my point to this is, and we'll, we'll move on this because uh, I don't want to stay on it too long. But my point to it is, a lot of people see uh, this happens a lot where somebody comes in, cleans up the awards, and people are like, "Who? I never even heard of this person." It all carries on votes and how 
you get your vote in in the Grammy like Academy or whatever uh, is based on your contribution to music. Now, country has definitely a lot more moving parts in creating albums and bands. And I mean, some I've seen country records that have 20 something people on them. Um, so all of those people get a vote. So when you when it, when you break it down, it's not really about necessarily the better record, but necessarily like who's more well known in the music industry overall or. In each genre, like. You know, same thing happened when Eminem was supposed to win and Nora Jones ended up winning. He got real butthurt about it. like it's a system that I think people misinterpret as like who had the better record or who's more popular. It's it's more about like who was more involved in like creating a record because it's just no, it's just, it's just a weird it's a it's a voted system that within the music industry. That's why these award the shows are losing steam every year, because like. The same thing that happened it's like losing kind of credibility decades yeah. ago when people were like, why are we giving awards for like, why are we competing for this shit? And then now then for a while there, it was like the heyday of like award shows. And now even like the Oscars and the Grammy see people coming out being like, this voting system's rigged. Like, why do I want to be a part of this? And then the Oscars are like, why are we competing as actors and stuff? Like, this is fucking weird. Like nobody wants to be here. Like unless something yeah. changes in the format or the style or whatever, like those people are going to be losing. And I know you said viewership was up this year for the Grammys, but like, if they're going to start Not hemorrhaging and have to change her, it's just going to be a garbage shoot. Yeah, speaking of garbage shoots, Chris, Michonne is leaving The Walking I Dead. I saw this. I saw this. But she is expected to return in the three Walking Dead movies. The Walking Dead movies, I'm um, sorry? Though, yeah, the three Walking Dead movies starring Rick Grimes. Uh, though that hasn't been confirmed oh officially God. yet, but apparently the show was back on this Sunday. I didn't get, get a chance to people had it, enough of this yet? Good <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm a pop culture fan, and I'm just tired of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's getting a little dry. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it another try. This, What's, this run, what season are they on? Nine, ten. It's too dark and too slow to go that far, and then want movies. Yeah, I think the the timing of these movies are. I don't. Maybe they'll kill the show, wait a year or three, and then drop the movies. Oh, the problem too is that it's just like not. Whole, I mean, you can. There's sure there's spikes in it, but like it's just not the viewership. Like. The only shows that have been on like great hour long shows usually go a certain number of seasons and they call it quits. And if they go beyond that, it's because they have something special or they do something right that keeps people invo- uh, involved. Like Breaking Bad didn't go goddamn 10 seasons and neither did The Wire or Oz or all these so the Sopranos. Like none of those. They all were like, we hit a good number. Let's not overdo it. And The Walking Dead just keeps trudging and trudging and trudging. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is season nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of uh, everyone I've talked to about it has definitely lost interest. Um, but one thing that ha- people haven't lost interest in is the fire festival. That thing keeps on keeps burning. On coming. Just an excuse to use the air horn, really. But uh, really? Seth Rogen <laughs> and Lonely Island still on board to put together the fire festival movie. Uh, back in 2017, a couple of tweets from Rogen and the comedy troupe Lonely Island, nice. Andy Samberg and those dudes. Uh, revealed that the two camps were in the process of creating a disaster comedy based on the concept of the music festival gone horribly wrong. Hilarious. I'm sure this will be a real treat. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be, that'll be, be funny. It'll, I mean, it'll be super. Gotta be a oh, lot hell of, yeah, it'll be funny. Or it could be hyped up as the, the biggest, best, most funniest movie ever and could be a complete bomb. 
That's true. And just troll everybody. That would be pretty funny as well. That is true. That is, it could be, or that, I mean, whatever. What was that? I mean, that's what's tough. Like that pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. It was like a really good movie, but nobody fucking saw it. Well, actually, I think I did see it, and it cut off in the middle of the movie. And I was like, I'm never going to see the end of this. Well, I guess that one's done for me now. (laughs) Don't you hate that when you go to the movies, and then like the movie just, it's over. Don't love it. It just turns off. uh, You got to leave the... uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're, here, uh, we're sorry here. Um, we're going to have to let you leave. Not a huge fan. Uh, the power's out. Yeah. Uh, over the week, though, we did have a bunch of trailers drop. Really? Did uh, Did you happen to catch any of these? Let's start with Child's Play. Did you see Child's Play? The new 2019. No, I did not. Sorry. Aubrey Plaza. Really? Yeah. Uh, I can't really tell, and I the trailer's very teasery. There's actually two of them, but the one that came out last week. It seems like she might be playing a mother role. Interesting. I gotta watch it. I don't know how Which I, I missed was Child's Play. What a dummy am I, huh? Yeah, I'm. I mean, there's so many movies going on, so much content to swallow. Hey, too pause. much. Uh, too much. Um. Also, a new Shaft movie is dropping. How'd you? Samuel Jackson back it, at it. He's like a bad mother. I'm worried that movie's not gonna be very good because it was just sort of like peekaboo. Here's a Shaft movie. Yeah, honestly, I saw once I I heard about it, I was like, "Ooh, is it ooh, yeah, but dabba." <laughs> but actually, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty funny. Um, I'll definitely give it a, a spin. But the most talked about trailer over the last week was Aladdin. Yeah, I bet. Now this movie's been talked about for a hot minute, and everyone's been oh, the first pictures came out, and everyone was mad that Will Smith wasn't blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they saw a picture of him being blue, and it was like, "Oh, great!" And then they saw the trailer, oh, and now everyone's like, everyone's mad about it. Like all over again. But what? People are Why are people so mad, Chris? Something. <laughs> what do you think? I think, I mean, I don't know. The trailers are so early on. You know, it's just like the Lion King trailer. It's just supposed to get you, it's supposed to give you the tingles and get you excited for the real, the real stuff. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I think there is some kind of backlash. I don't know why. There are always going to be backlash. We live I don't... in a backlash era. Safe. <laughs> it's cancel era. Yeah, everyone's getting canceled. Everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. And everything sucks. Um, speaking of another live action movie to be made, the Nightmare Before Christmas possibly might get either a sequel or a live action or both. Wowzer! Disney is reportedly considering to follow up Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas in the form of an animated or live action sequel, as claimed by Movie Hole. There's. <laughs> There's talks mm-hmm. at the studio to do some quote do something with the Nightmare Before Christmas, probably a sequel, but live action possible. What would you rather see? Mm, you know, there's an original. If you research it, there's an original. There was already a sequel that was planned. I think Burton and whoever else, like whatever, were writing the sequel to it. Where, which is what we, I mm-hmm. think every kid that watched that movie wanted was like where Jack would go explore different. Um, holidays, different uh, seasons. Yeah, he would yeah, go yeah, to other doors in the circle, or that other doors would come into Halloween Town. Um, so it was like, but then there was some, there was some negotiations, and people said this, and people said that, and anyways, it got scrapped and never came to light. But um, I think that it would be super, super cool to see a sequel. I know that people are always like, you don't need a sequel; it's good on its own. But hey, whatever. Like they made like four Little Mermaids, so fuck you, you know. And none of them were good, <laughs> and, but nobody remembers them. And, so the the really good stuff holds up. And they made three different Lion Kings. Yeah. Lion King 1. And three Lion different Aladdin's. Lion King 2 and a half. 
like King Nine and oh, the Fourth. Yeah, and Return of uh, Jafar and King of Thieves. They all made those direct to DVD or those direct to I guess they're VHS back then and DVD uh, stuff. So eh. yeah, yeah. Um, do you think Tim Burton will be involved? Do you or do you think it? You think that it depends on how I well know. Dumbo does? It depends on how well Dumbo does. You know, I have something. I would to say, say I, would I just realized that. in the background here. I had the Aladdin trailer playing again, and and mm-hmm. you know it. I guess if you watch the cartoon. There's a mo- there's a part when he's introducing Prince Ali and they're doing the big parade where the genie has he- flesh colored skin right so he's like so he can blend in with the humans so he doesn't just stand out as being blue. right 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 and then he doesn't really let anybody else see him the rest of the movie but like that actually the outrage now I'm looking and watching this like yeah if you if Will Smith was blue the whole time there are like other characters interacting or around like he's gonna stand out like a sore thumb like by making him be his flesh color like that gives me the opportunity to like act around other people it, it makes sense now that i like am thinking about it because if he's blew the whole movie and someone was like hey what are you doing in here and he's like oh it's me will smith they want to capitalize on me being an actor and having lots of lines then it's like oh why are you blue <laughs> oh the jig is up you know anyways <laughs> the jig is up that was a good rant um Chris, everyone, on his got lots of rants. I'm good for a good rant. On his rants for the uh, Aladdin movie. No, it was great. I liked it. I enjoyed it. So did the kids. Uh, Speaking of things that kids don't remember, but I do. Howard the Duck. Oh yeah. Uh, Marvel surprised everyone at dropping. How cool. (laughs) Right. Uh, Marvel surprised everyone at today's Television Critics Association with announcement of four new animated shows, all featuring characters one wouldn't necessarily. Envision as heroes championing their own series. In the very near future, Howard the Duck, Modoc, Hitmonkey, Dazzler, and Tigra will all live on Hulu as action heroes who one assumes are meant to be saving the world. And they will all meet up in the Offenders. How we've seen this before on a streaming platform. And Hulu is also open to reviving the Netflix Marvel shows, by the way, I as well. Since we own half this motherfucker yeah, we'll, now. We'll, we'll go for it. You just tell us to run and we'll run. <laughs> um, Do you think uh, Seth Green will be voicing Howard the Duck? Nah, probably It's also going to be written written and possibly directed by Kevin Smith? I'm sure there's other. Yeah, I saw that too. Like how like who is executive producing and all these shows like the Dazzler and Tigra's like Chelsea Handler's executive producing that. And like they have yep. a bunch of good people backing these shows and this kind of like satirical comical look and like different angles on heroes i think it could be really really cool if it's done right definitely um i would like to see seth green continue on though and oh, of course have him continue to play howard the duck as he used to be in guardians of the galaxy and what was the other one he was in i don't know that's guardians, guardians was it guardians, guardians of the galaxy too? Yeah, too? he's like yeah and he said i'm a duck with a quacker screwball dick or whatever he said <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever he's at it uh, we're not going to get this revived netflix thing on through marvel and net and hulu no it's not gonna it's happen, not happen. there's too many contracts thing, and it's problems over. and stuff it's just it's just to generate news would you rather seen these li- live shows or are you okay with them being animated i'm fine with animated adult stuff like not adult stuff like i say that but like you know adult swim esque or bojack horseman or all that shit rick and morty like let them go nuts let them be animated series for adults that's fun now you don't have a cgi modoc i'm sure that would be expensive I'm sure that's not cheap to get that big-headed fuck all around. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, that's going to do it for the news. Anything that we missed on your end? Killed it. 
murder. Uh, speaking of murder, murder. or murdered, let's talk about let's talk about this movie it's called Lego movie. Lego movie two, the second part. The second part. Uh, this stars Chris Pratt, all the uh, Will Arnett, and a bunch of other people from the first one. How do you want to start this conversation? Chris? I mean, did you this? see the film? I did see the film. So did I. So that's a good start. Uh, <laughs> I went. Fair I went enough. last night. I had dinner and I watched a film. Tell us what you thought about it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was again like visually pleasing to watch. I thought the story was pretty good, pretty solid. Kept me guessing. Um, yeah. Overall, I I was very pleased. Uh, I I had a whole thing during the movie, like well, maybe it was after. I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, I, where I was like. I was like, hey, you know, this is a really good movie and maybe it's not as good as the first one and maybe people will be, like, not as impressed because I think definitely with the first one there was a level of, like, we've seen this before. You know what I mean? Like, wow, they took actual Legos and made this whole freaking movie and they did this inventive stuff where it crosses worlds and and da-da-da. But then, you know, we saw it again, kind of, not so much the crossing worlds, but we saw the, the use of Legos in the Batman Lego movie and if anybody saw the Ninjago Lego movie, which we didn't, uh, so that wasn't yeah. that wasn't as like oh wow how creative. But that said, I still think they did a lot of cool things, and I think it's how they write and how they work the story together. You know, it's it's the subtle things, it's the little things that that you might miss. You watch it a second mm-hmm. time, you'll see, or maybe you just caught it, and then you're like, wow, that is a really clever way to tie that together without me really knowing. And I mean, those yeah. Lord and Miller, those dudes got it going on, and the voice cast is solid. And I, overall, I mean, I know it's got rocking like an eighty six. When the first one got like a ninety two, so it's very close to the first one as far as critically, and and I was very pleased. I was a happy boy. I got teary eyed at one point. I got laughy eyed at one point. That's all you need. What else you ask? <laughs> got laughy eyed. You start the... laughing so hard you start um, crying. No, Chris, I I agree. I I definitely didn't consider the um the fact that I was I was what do you call it? No. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Used to it. Used to it, but there's a better word I want. More, I was familiar with the acclimated the to it. Act there, there it is. Acclim- acclimated. I was already acclimated really to there. the type of movie I had. Yeah, um, but I absolutely loved the first one. I thought it was one of the dopest movies I'd seen. I think all time. Uh, this one was really missing for me. Um, yeah, there was some great laughs. Um, there was a lot of inside jokes, which I I got. I probably missed some myself, but um, I don't know. It just didn't just didn't hit home with you, huh? No, it didn't. They, they, it, the formula was the same. Maybe too much, like the same, because it, you know, in the first one you get a song, and the song's like really annoying, but it's funny and it's fun. Sure. And you can listen to it for two hours and throughout the film. But this one was like, okay, you, I see what you did there. You kept that joke again, but you probably could have left that one alone. I also felt like, and I guess we'll just start right here with. Before we get into spoilers, though, let's let's do this. Uh, Chris, splash trash or meh? It's a splash for me. Oh yeah, splash is good. Wow, I was just like, oh splash. god, no, I called it a trash. No splash. It was a splash. Um, I really wanted to give this one a splash. I was really excited, and I wanted to come in here and be like, "Yo, go see this movie. It's the it's best." Oh my god. Goddamn mind. Yeah, no. Um, I got to give it a meh. I laughed a lot, but I, and I probably really watch it again, but. It's a man for me. Really? Not a, but it's not a. I want to say, 
I say meh in a very <laughs> disappointed sound, but I, I don't mean it's a bad movie. I mean, it's an okay movie. I thought it was actually, I thought it was good. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't like, man, you got to see this movie. Like, don't, don't you got to rush it, out and see it. Don't wait. Go see it. You know, that's so funny to say that. I, I, I almost actually feel the same way. You know, it wasn't like, I, and this is bad because we end up always comparing things. That's like what we fucking right. do. That's why you probably listen to this right now, which is, if thank you for listening. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, I did Thank you. Round of applause for our fans. You, I agree with you. I did not feel the same way exiting this movie this as I felt exiting show. into the Spider-Verse. Or the very first Lego movie. Right. Or even Lego Batman, where that's I was like, point. if you don't see this movie, you're a fucking moron. No, it was like. Yeah, that's what I think also confused me, too, was like Lego Batman movie was just as good as the Lego yeah, movie. It's, it's, it's and, so funny in a different way. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that that's not a, necessarily a, a bad thing. I think that when I walked out, I wasn't like shouting from the rooftops, go see this. But I definitely people I've come across days like, oh, you got to go check it out. Like. You're, you're really going to enjoy it. And there were a bunch of kids down in the plebe section because I was up in the VIP. You know, I like to pay the extra $2 to yeah. be 21 and Sitting, on the, Sitting on the couch. eating some chicken nuggets. a bottle of wine. Um, and uh, the kids were <laughs> loving it. They were having a nice riot down there. So if you have kids, they are going to enjoy it. They get the humor. There's some there's some jokes in there for the grown-ups too. So uh, look out for oh, those. 100%. 100%. Um, so going forward, spoilers. So if you don't want to listen to uh, the spoilers... Turn this shit off, and uh, we'll see you next Shut week. Up. All right, see you later, peace. Uh, all right, spoilers. Uh, my thing, I felt like this movie had too much of the real life scenario. Interesting. And I felt like Will Ferrell was completely called in. Yeah, like, that, he that was, of all the things in the movie really did set me off. I I like that. Again, I think that how you handle it is thirty percent of everything, and I think that. The fact that, you know, you only hear his voice off camera yelling and then he's Lord Business for two lines or four lines or whatever. Uh, but I think it's right. funny then the credits, when it gives Will Ferrell credit, it's just a speech bubble that's coming from off screen. Like they were even aware that Will Ferrell was just the was just a voice. You never actually got to see him in, other than a flashback from the first movie. Uh, I thought that was right. clever. Yeah, um, they definitely didn't hide it. No, they were like, I, yep, this I is think, what it I, is. But I think I would have, I think, and that's where I think the Batman movie, Lego movie is dope because that doesn't, you don't see that at no, all. No, they're just totally you immersed. Never, I had a whole, I had a whole thought go through my head too that really boggled my freaking mustard was because uh, something happens in this movie where it's Batman and Alfred and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, where's Robin and where's like Barbara Gordon? Like, shouldn't they be a part of this? And then it hit me like a bolt of lightning mm-hmm. that Lego movie <laughs> Batman is not the same Batman from Lego movie. Because he, he's just a, he's a different Lego Batman from a different Lego set somewhere. Oh, that's an interesting Because take he doesn't it. reference it. He doesn't. There's no mention that he had his own movie. There's no mention to any of that stuff. No Robin. Not like all the scenes. I was like, uh, that's, that's not true. Other than him he saying like, that, oh, he, he references other Batman, the actors that played him in the movies and the show. No, but he also said he said I'm in. I have nine other movies plus three in development. So maybe he's aware you, that they and exist. If you, if you go through, it's either a plot hole. So maybe, or I'm I'm coming up with a really good excuse. No, actually, no. It could be it could be a universe within the universe, right? Like, like that Disney thing I sent you, which we should talk about sometime sure. down the line. Um, whereas he's he references himself as Batman, but 
because he's he references himself in all these like he's played all these other movies. Yeah, he's been in different like, he's, you, he's he's conscious of all the other universes of himself kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So like when he re- refers to the nine movies, the Lego Batman being the ninth movie. Uh nine movies. He's re- referencing almost like he's just like an, an actor playing Batman. Like he's playing Christian Bale playing Batman. Yeah. Kind of a scenario within the scenario. Blowing minds, baby. Think about it. How, crazy How do you feel is about that? it? That's not that's not too far off, right? Where am I? You tell me. I, I think you might be dead on. I was just doing calculations in my head. I was like, how many Batman movies are there? But I guess if you don't count Man of Steel. But he wasn't in Man, Man of Steel. Of Steel. He sorry, was in uh, Beaver Superman. Batman versus Superman. If, I guess if you don't count Justice League, he said, then Lego Batman would fit in because there's nine movies without Justice League. Yeah, because I think he said, I started on nine of my own movies. Yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then Lego Batman. Wow, crazy! I think that works. I like I like your theory on this one. I think that's a go. Hey, that that kind of did full circle for our conversation, which I I appreciate. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that that over the lap of real life reality of what's going on in real life versus what's going on in this Lego universe, I think that was just too much. Because like, and if you watch, we watched an entire movie, and then it happened at the end, and we were like, oh, and then it got real emotional. I was like, oh my god, yeah. he just wants to play with his dad. Blah blah blah. Gonna play with his dad. Yeah, and then it's like, now I gotta let your sister come down here and play, and like the whole world falls apart. Everything just because so, the kid's a little dirtbag. <laughs> but she just wants to play with her brother. Because the Again, kids, same a, scenario a we saw. The brother's the dirtbag, not the little girl. She just wants to have fun. No, but she does. This, she like destroys all of his like things that he did Only create with his dad. He attacked her, boning it in. I mean, come on. No, she was like, <laughs> if you watch the first one, she's when he's like, "Yo, gotta let her play down here too," and then that's when I mean, shit gets kid. crazy. She's a kid, you know. But even in the movie, the Duplo show up. They're like, "What if I play a Duplo?" And then he, she hits him with a hammer first. Uh, I'd have to double check that, but I mean, either way. If it's a it's a very deep movie if you think about it. It's very family family oriented. Dad's gone missing and uh, he's only phoning it in, so his kids aren't yeah, playing well like, together. Hey, They're they upset. Got Maya Rudolph, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, she got in there for what? A couple scenes. Couple, couple of seconds. Scenes. Yeah. Couple sweet little scenes. Hot damn. Oh, uh, let's talk about some Easter eggs though, because this is what this movie's all about. This is another one of those. Ready Player One type of movies with a crap load of Easter eggs. I dig it. Hit me with it. How did you? How did you feel about? Uh, <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this character, but he was kind of. I think I got very tired of him towards the end. Was the uh, Rex Danger Vest? Yeah, loved who it. Who was played also by Chris Chris Pratt, but I love that he was a mixed character between, like his character in. Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, I think that and. Like, that self-awareness was so refreshing. Like he's literally a mixture of star. All the characters Chris Pratt has played since he became like an action movie star rolled into one. Yeah, but I felt like he had like a Kurt Russell twist or like a John yeah, Wayne. He had that, like he he had had that, that John Wayne accent. Yeah, uh, I see. I felt like it was very lucky, Kurt Russell. Partner, we're out here yeah, running yeah. through the wild, wild space. Set on, like that, yes, that was, yeah. I was definitely picking up, but he's like, you know, spoiler alert, you know, future him, which is uh, cool. 
Yeah, no, I, that was. I was wondering if that was going to come back in circle. I kind of felt tough. like that was. The, you had to get tougher. Yeah. Uh, Rex ship opens airlock sixteen plus. Did you catch this one? I didn't. No. Uh, so sixteen plus is like oh, the, the rating for what kids should play with. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, the biggest is not Easter egg. Maybe you're going to mention them, but I'm going to jump ahead. Like it hit me later. Ooh. There's this thing where the little when he's looking at like the people in the real world, and the little girl comes down. And she's like messing around with the brother's stuff, and he's like. Or maybe it's the mom. I don't know. Something happens. Like, what are you work? What are you doing? He's like, oh no, like I'm in the middle of this whole thing. Like, there's multiple, t- like there's multiple timelines, and like it's got time travel. And then the scene ends, and then the end of the movie is like the kid was literally making this story as it was happening. So it was like they like wound everything together. Oh, I, that's another thing. Is this the? Uh, was that the post credit scene? No, it was like uh, I didn't actually see the post credit scene. Yeah, there's a po- apparently there's post credit scene. I, I watched either. the credits, and then yeah. I was like, peace. I got tired. Yeah, I heard the song about whatever it was. I was like, oh, I loved right, it. I loved the song. Um, but that's a that's a great pickup. Um, were different timelines that would he's like, know, yeah, I'm in the middle of a storyline, multiple timelines, and like time travel, and it was like in the background noise. But I was like, oh shit! Like, look at that. <laughs> look at well, look at that. Um, let's see. The director and was it the writer also played a cameo as. The chocolate bar. Yes. Both both directors, sorry. Chris McKay and um Chris Miller. Uh Chris McKay played the barista at the beginning of the movie. And then the director played the chocolate bar. There's some these are real deep kind of Easter eggs, but uh the Lego Friends mini dolls obviously were introduced to the the, the universe, which is the like girls line. Yes, for yep. Lego. Yeah, Lego Friends. Is that what did you say what their name was? Yeah. Is that Lego Friends? Lego friends, they're they're called mini dolls instead of uh, what, mini figs. Mini figs, interesting. I love that they even like have like yeah. they had that thing where their legs don't move independently. They're like a U shaped leg that hooks in, and like so, and all those characters had to move like that. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, I I will say though this is this isn't really an Easter egg, but I I did love that Bruce Willis was oh, in it. He was in it a few times too. Like what a great little thing for the for the folks at home. Yeah, and he definitely played. Die hard. Oh, absolutely! Like, like that scene in the John vent McClane. was so good. He's like, he's like, she's like Bruce vents, Willis. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I just like to come up here and get some space. I, I, I definitely don't live in these vents. <laughs> like, went by her. Excuse me, she's not gonna go. Yeah. And like there was another cause. <laughs> um, like, like Bruce Willis is like, no, it's not. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm reading the text messages. Unacceptable. Uh, all right. <laughs> sorry. Um, another. Another call out to uh, the movies on here as well is the Raptors that Rex's Raptors were theoretically based off of maybe Terminator or the Alien series. Yeah, there's because one was that's funny. Well, I forget. I don't remember their names, but uh, there's Connor, Cobra. There's Cobra named for Sylvester Stallone's character. Uh, Connor yeah, from uh, Terminator, Ripley from Alien, and then there's the one, the other one. Rocky. Oh, Rocky. one was named Rocky, and then the last one was always named the other one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I caught that uh, too as well. I was like, that's clever. Word up. Um, We got a My Man from yep. Jason Momoa. Yes, we did. We saw Doc Brown in the... Del- oh, we didn't see Doc Brown. We saw DeLorean. Yeah, he though, takes apart the right? DeLorean, then he takes apart the TARDIS, and then he takes apart H.G. Wells' time machine. 
so he can build yeah. his time machine. Amazing. Uh, there was no Marvel characters. No, and there's a nice reference to that too. We yeah, try to get Marvel characters, but was. they won't return our calls. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. That was that was funny. Um, let's see, let's see. And then uh, the the big one though for me though was the Statue of Liberty. I liked it how they kind of made it like an apocalyptic type yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, that kind of like Planet of the Apes reference slash Mad Max mix. Yeah, definitely dope. Um, all, all in all, I, I I enjoyed the movie, but it is a man for sure. I really it's had bombing a splash. At the I really enjoy. It. I think go enjoy it, have some fun, maybe uh, get a little faded before you go. You'll enjoy it more for sure. <laughs> definitely. Or if you have kids, just enjoy it with your kids because I'm sure they will want to play with Legos and go home and build crazy universes. So let them be creative with a toy, Get I guess. Creative. I don't know. I was trying to think of something positive. Well, I liked it. It was very positive. Uh, if you've seen the Lego movie too and you think our reviews suck, let us know. Hit us up at G to the Splash. Let me try that again. Uh, hit us up in the email tip at GSplashBC at gmail.com or on Instagram, uh, G to the Splash. And we're still rocking live. We'll be back next week with another Alita joint. Uh, go see the movies. Yeah, go go see the movies with your friends. Films. Go solo. Enjoy your life. Oh, if you're in Charlotte, come down to the NBA All-Star Game if you can afford a ticket. Uh-huh. Um, if not, if not, watch it. I'm looking forward to watching Saturday nights like always, but lots of fun stuff going on out here as well. Chris, anything you have to say before we dip? Uh, I don't have anything to say. I think this is a great, tight, nice little, tight little episode. And uh, Twi- really Like a twiga. Word up. All right, we'll see you next week right here on G-Splash. Same Lego channel, same Lego time. We out of here, baby. Peace. G-Splash. Hey. Nah, I'm talking G-Splash.